Hello, my name is TCP White. I am on a mission to positively change the world. So to conclude this family series that I have been on, I wish to focus on the other aspect of family. We had talked about the husband and the wife, but there is the other aspect of the family which includes the parents and the children. And if time permits us, we will extend it to other members of the household. In the days of old, the family is so large to include the husband, the wives, and the children, and also the servants that live within the household. These are also members of the family, and I'm going to try to accommodate them in this episode because we notice that a lot of homes have helps probably to help with the chores or help with the taking care of children or wanting or the other driving cooks and it is necessary that we put things in perspective according to scripture so i shall be reading from ephesians 6 from verse 1 it says children obey your parents in the lord for this is right honor your father and your mother which is the first commandment with promise that it may be well with you and you may live long on the earth verse 4 and you fathers do not provoke your children to wrath but bring them up in the training and admonition of the lord this is a very timely encouragement or advice so like i emphasized in the previous episode the lord is always careful to bring a balance in his instructions to us if the lord had stopped in verse 3 what will happen is that parents will become gods or masters over their children but the lord was careful to add verse 4 that parents fathers and mothers should not provoke their children because it is it is it is possible that parents can provoke their children to wrath can drive them away can make them to sin against the lord let us see how the message translation puts this text it says from verse 1 children do what your parents tells you this is only right honor your father and mother it is the first commandment that has a promise attached to it namely so you will live well and have a long life and verse 4 it says fathers parents do don't exasperate your children by coming hard on them take them by the hand and lead them in the way of the master so the question then is what is this way of the master how has christ led us remember we call him father we are his children has he come down on us so hard has he led us with the iron fist the answer is no as i emphasized in the other episode even god in creating man gave us the ability to choose the freedom of choice and at no point in time had god infringed on our right to choose that is why you see people many people do not have a relationship with god through christ they can choose whatever they want as much as god appeals to the world to be reconciled to him he doesn't force them he allows them to choose because to god what is more important is that people choose him of their own will and not forcing them 
So in the same way, he is saying that parents should take a cue from him and be good parents to our children. Good parenting is very, very important to bringing a healthy child or bringing up a healthy individual. So whereas scripture is saying that it is important for children to obey their parents, that is what they bring into the relationship. Remember, like we emphasized, these are appropriate responses in a loving relationship, this time focusing on parents and children. So the children's part is to be obedient, like the other translation says, to do what parents tell them. Believing that this thing is as unto the Lord, honor your father and your mother as unto the Lord. Then the parents should ensure that they are bringing their children up in the way of the master. And even in so, not to be forceful, not to be hard on them. You can be bringing your child up in the way of righteousness and be doing it with harsh tone, with very authoritarian method. And that will drive them away. That is what it means to exasperate your children, to drive them away, to provoke them to rot. May I share with you, many Christian homes run the risk of losing their children. We've heard tales in my line of profession. I have been privy to some information where children of Christian leaders have gone away from the faith because they think that their parents or they have come to the conclusion that their parents are hypocrites, that most of the things they preach on the altar, they do not practice. Remember, these children see you in your vulnerable state. They don't see you only when you are up on the stage with your clouds and your, you know, all your pageantry, all your glory. They see you when you are most vulnerable, in your closest, at home. So it is important that your life reflects the nature of Christ in the closest as much as you try to project in the open. This is the reason why many Christian homes lose their children. They go away from the faith because while they are under their parents' roof, they put up appearance of being submissive, of being obedient go to church, just participate. But when it comes to the time for them to decide on their own, they leave the faith because their parents had not projected the right image. They have not represented Christ well. So this is what scripture is saying. It is more important for us to focus on the part that we are playing than to continue to demand from the other person. If we model Christ to our children in the way it should be, as scripture tells us in the other translation the message take them by the hand and lead them in the way of the master and as we have read in proverbs 22 verse 6 train them in the way they should go so that when they grow they will not depart from it if we do it with love we do it with care we do it with conscience we do it with compassion consideration we will not lose these children when we need them the most so we need to realize as parents that we have a ministry in our home and that ministry if you are the father you are the priest of your home your children your wife are your members you are your congregation you must lead them to christ the lord will ask of you if you read genesis chapter 18 the lord said concerning abraham i know abraham that he will command his children after me so god is interested in us parents bringing our children up to speed or up as the as, as citizens of the kingdom 
because one of the way to ensure the sustainability of the kingdom of God in the earth is through procreation. That is why God is interested in Christian marriage. That when we get married as Christians, we bring up children who will serve him, children who will have the fear of God. That is the easiest way to ensure that Christianity continues in the earth before Jesus returns to take us away. So if we do this, then we will know that the mountain of family is very, very important. And every parent has a responsibility to bring up their children in the way of the Lord, not just to drive them as you wish and then make them your slaves or your servants. So to children, the Lord is saying, obey your parents, but in the Lord. This has been wrongly interpreted to mean your pastors or your spiritual leaders. No, this is directly talking about your biological parents. But when the scripture adds in the Lord, it is saying as long as they lead you in the right path. If your parents, for whatever reason, begins to ask you to do anything that is not Christian or that is not in tandem with your Christian faith, you have the right to respectfully disagree. So you are to obey your parents in the Lord. You need to honor your parents. If you are a grown man, a grown woman today, you need to honor your parents. To honor your parents is to take care of them, to pray for them, to do go out of your way to make things good for them. Sow seed into their life, minister to them, do whatever it is you can do that will help their lives to be better at whatever stage they find themselves. The other aspect we'll focus on quickly is the area of servants and masters. So whether it is domestic servants, employees in the office, civil servants, public officers, the Lord has a word for us. It says, servants, be obedient to those who are your masters, according to the flesh, with fear and trembling, in sincerity of heart, as to Christ, not with eye service, as men pleasers, but as servants of Christ, doing the will of God from the heart. Verse 7, with good will, doing service as to the Lord and not to men, knowing that whatsoever good anyone does, he will receive the same from the Lord, whether he is a slave or free. And verse 9, to add the balance, he says, And you masters, do the same thing to them, giving up threatening, knowing that your own master also is in heaven, and there is no partiality with him. So from this point that we have read, we see that the Lord is saying to servants, whether domestic servants, whether it is public servants, whether it is servants in the place of work, we need to realize that whereas we are serving men, the person we are truly serving is God. And we need to do our work with conscience. We see situations where people lie in their place of work, they use the official time to do a lot of things. They are supposed to be in their duty place at 8. They come in at 10 and they clock in 8. Or they have somebody sign in for them. And then they stay 2 hours and they are off for their private business. This is not Christianly. It's not the nature of God. The Lord is saying He is the one that we are truly serving. And He will recompense. He will reward everyone according to their work. He also turned to the masters to say that they need to be careful how they lead their servants. That it should not be done with threatening. You don't have to threaten somebody to serve. 
The Bible is saying we should give up threatening. We should know that we have our own master also who is in heaven. He doesn't threaten us. He doesn't threaten us. And he is no respecter of person. There's no partiality with him. He leads with love. The kingdom of God is ruled with love. So wherever you are, we need to rule also with love. I have observed with great concern how that Christians, even some Christian leaders within the Christian community, will bring their domestic servants to church, to church, and they will not allow the person to take part in the service. So they don't see that person human enough to even participate in the things of God. How do we live with ourselves? The person, an adult, who should sit in the adult congregation will be asked to go and stay in the children department just to keep an eye on the children, whereas all the things that are said to them there does not apply to her or to him. This is an aberration. Christians should note that as much as God treats us, he is our master, we are his servants. We all should take a cue from God and deal lovingly with those who are serving us, whether as a staff in the office or domestic staff or wherever. Again, this applies to those who are public servants. When scripture says in verse 5, it says, Servants, be obedient to those who are your masters according to the flesh. It will interest you to note that public officers are servants to the citizens. But the question is, in most countries of the world, especially developing countries, do they see themselves as such? We have government officials who think that they are over and above every other person just because they have the privilege of serving in public office. But they are supposed to be subservient to the citizenry. In every democracy, the citizen, the office of the citizen is number one. Those who occupy offices are only representing or representatives of the interests of the people. But what we see, especially in developing countries, is that these people are lords. You can't reach them. You can't talk to them. You can't call them to account. You can't hold them responsible to their actions. They do all manner of things and they tend to get away because they use the agencies of the states to further suppress the people they should be answerable to. This scripture is calling us to correct all these anomalies. It says, be obedient to those who are your masters according to the flesh with fear and trembling, with sincerity of heart as to Christ. Our services must be with honesty, with integrity, with sincerity, not with eye service, not as men pleasers, but as servants of Christ. We serve the Lord Jesus. My name is TCP White. I am on a mission to change the world positively.